levels, they keep rising. There's something we can do to stop them. These readings are unprecedented. Shut it down. Shut it all down. What do you mean, the whole thing? What do you mean if we don't find a cure? Shut the whole economy down. There's going to be riots in the street. Everybody's going to die. Everybody. Commence the political dampeners. Initiate warp speed. It requires sacrificing the economy, but just do it. Damn it, Jim. I'm a comedian, not a political science major. The president has been compromised. I repeat, the president has been compromised. Fuck it. We'll do it live. Fuck it. We'll do it live. Hey guys, here we are, episode 220 of In Chaos We Trust, here with Ian and Andrew. Andrew's been joining us here uh, about every other week, talking about shit, and he wanted to be introduced, so <laughs> I'm introducing him. I didn't think it was a big ass. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm terrible at introducing people, so. Well, you know, it's, and also yeah. people should know, because like, <clears throat> this know. guy, you know? <laughs> yeah, no, I'm glad you told me, because I Yeah, uh, I see two I names, and uh, I hear three voices. Yeah. yeah, I didn't even notice I didn't do <laughs> no, it last time. that's all good, time. man. Um... Yeah, before we get into it, though, get on down to Riverside Wine and Spirits. Great place to buy your booze in town. It's right off Old Jotty Bridge. Kind of under the bridge, even. And uh, But they're not trolls. It's a good spot. <laughs> and uh, go in there. They've got a nice beer section. They've got a booze section. They've got some cheeses, some olives. I got some fig spread down there. That's that's been It's been treating me right. It's real good stuff. And then get on down to Merchants on Main. Valentine's Day is coming up, and there's a... Uh, you know, I assume this being a beer podcast that there's a bunch of dudes listening. So, A, there's Valentine's Day coming up. So, remember that. It's February 14th, same time every year. And uh, Merchants on Main has some great gift ideas. So, get down there, check that out. And they've also got hangover patches. I think that's... I keep mentioning that, but I think it's a pretty cool thing. Uh, but, yeah, let's get into the show here. I got to... Uh, let's see. I got some music here to play. It was a historic week this week for America. Some big shit happened. Something we've uh, been waiting on for a long time. We were disappointed about four years ago. And it's come back around. And Radio Shack is a thing again. What? They've come back as a website. Oh. You can buy all your little electronic maker tools and gadgets. And it's Hallelujah. fantastic. And then uh, we also got rid of a big fat Cheeto, and that's uh, we're celebrating that. This is uh, 45 in memoriam. We can go back to brunch now, people. We can go <laughs> back to brunch. So let's get into this here. <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah, I'm 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 just glad we're all still here. Like that was a legitimate concern going into this thing, and uh, it went off uh, pretty much without a hitch. Yeah, um, I'm not. I'm not. You know, I mean, I've, I, I'm grumpy as always about everything, but you know, generally, it's been a slow news week, and that's that's kind of relaxing. It's kind of kind of refreshing. Yeah, I'm kind of settling into it now, but uh, they're like, I guess Thursday and Friday, and a little bit yesterday, a little bit PTSD, where it was like, we've we've not heard something. <laughs> There's not been something crazy posted. What's wrong? Like, okay. But uh, I'm settling into it now. It's like getting out of an abusive relationship. And yeah, it's been kind of a slow news week and it's been nice. Yeah? Yeah. All my news alerts have just been like, this cabinet member got confirmed or yeah. is having a hearing or uh, yeah. Joe Biden said Friday was this day and he did this. Mm -hmm. So. He's pretty much just been signing executive orders. His press secretary is... 
secretary talk to people. Oh, Bo-Katan. Is that? Yeah. What? <laughs> the, his new press uh, lady looks like Bo-Katan. Does she Katan. look like, uh, what's her name? Starbuck. Yeah. 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 She seems smart, though. I liked her vibe when she came out. It was this big, like, she came out, and it's sad that we live in a world where she had to come out and be like, okay, uh, I'm not going to hit you. This yeah. is calm. We can all, like, let's just, it was like that uh, press conference at the end of Iron Man 1, where he's just like, <laughs> let's just take a beat. Let's all sit down, like, eat a hamburger. We're rid of the Cheeto. So let's, uh, you know, and I don't know. It was good. She talked about how, I don't know, she said something about like, yes, we're not always going to agree. Me being the press secretary, you all being the press, we're not always going to agree on things, but I hope we can be in this room and be cordial and be civil with one another and blah, blah, blah. I don't know. It was just a good vibe she had, I thought. Yeah. I didn't even bother watching it because I was like, it's just going to be so non-eventful. Right. (laughs) Yeah, it was. Which is fine, which is great. I would love to not have to tune into, you know, the few press conferences Mm. they used to give. So Biden's not tweeting. Yeah, that's I mean, but he did. He did take he has tweeted some from the POTUS account. So you can't like the POTUS account is unblocked and he has he has uh, access to it. I would love if he tweeted out like just once in a while at like 4 a.m. Just like go to bed. Yeah, <laughs> you're up too late. Get a glass of water, drink drink the whole glass, and go to bed. Thanks, Grandpa Joe. But it's nice to be back and be able to gripe and complain about the things that actually matter. Right, and we're not sidetracked with fucking yeah. Well, it's it is it is R word storming it, the Capitol. I think it is back to business as usual because I I've, I do have a legitimate gripe already. Yeah, and it's uh, the 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 whole stimulus debacle. That was like a big promise day one. We're going to give you guys two thousand dollars, and then it turned into well, it's going to be fourteen hundred. Yeah, two thousand minus six that you already got, and we're going to try and get we're going to try and get around to that in March. And I'm like, what? That's so you promise something and then do. Oh, that's that game. It's that game you've always. I sh- I should have known better. Wait, is it March now? No. Oh no, I mean, is oh, it yeah. is it the, is the date March now? The yeah, the no, that's when the, that's when it's, it's on the agenda to. to, to I, oh, we, I, we, I we hung out the other night, but I did see uh, when I was reading up today to do this that evidently there was a stimulus executive order involved right so what that was was uh the people the last six hundred dollar one yeah not all that money has gone out yet so it was Ah. to to help that happen uh, faster like here's the thing everything he's doing is stuff i agree with and i think it's good i think that reforming our immigration policy is absolutely necessary i don't know that it's day one business when you have people suffering like stimulus do stimulus now do a standalone two thousand dollar bill do what you promised but it's already like it's just this one already like walk back is making me. It's going to put doubts in my head. You know, I was I was bought in. I was bought in. I was like, all right, you know, maybe maybe I'm a Democrat now. Maybe that's that's how I'm going to vote from now on. And already I'm like, um, who are the third party options going to be next? Time? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we'll see. Well, yeah, if they dick around with it, it will cost them <laughs> the midterms. Well, yeah, because well, here's the here's the problem with it is the fact that they're playing around with right now. Uh, stimulus has a lot of Republican support, but by by focusing on things like immigration, which don't, it's unifying the fractured Republican Party. So when you, by the time March rolls around, you're not going to have the same level of support that you have right now. And so they're they're playing a real dangerous game, and I don't like it. 
Yeah. No, my, my roommate is a Republican, and one of the very, very few things that we agree on ever is that they need to just do a standalone, like yep. Ian said. <laughs> like a standalone bill, like, yeah, like over the summer and like through all of last year, did the Democrats put shitty things in there that, you know, had zero Republican support? Sure. Did the Republicans do the inverse? Absolutely. Like everybody was trying to get, you know, like a little bit extra yeah. for this group or that group or whatever. It's like, no, dude, just... You can debate those things separately or, you know, just continue to debate them like you have been, but vote on them separately. We need, yeah, exactly what Ian said. We need the stimulus ASAP. And it's mm -hmm. like, it's politically expedient to do that too. There's no fucking reason not right. to do it and right like, now. Yeah. And it's, it's just, it's ridiculous. It's because they want to pass this package and it's like all this stuff. And like, like I said, I agree with all the other stuff in the package. There's a lot. Well, I don't know necessarily. I can't say all, but everything I've looked at seems reasonable. Uh, but it, it's just the, the whole immediate, like the, I mean, that's how the Democrats won Georgia. Do you think yeah, that if yeah. we don't, follow through on that, that <laughs> they're going to win Georgia again, which was, they barely won Georgia. Yeah. You know, it was, they inched it out. So if, if we, if we immediately go back on the promise we made that won them that state, they will probably never win it again. And, and I mean, it's just the, the, right. That's what's infuriating. It's like, oh yeah, finally the good guys win and we're going to immediately not be good guys. Yeah. I didn't see where he had changed the date to March. The last I knew was that it's just, not, they it, were there's trying been to get no, the ball rolling. There's no official date yet, but they're like some agenda documents have leaked. Gotcha. And that's, that's about like when they're thinking it's going to. Oh, okay. Hmm. Because they've got a draft. It's, it's like, you know. A like we think this is when we can get this voted on or whatever. Or right. Get it Which through, I mean in know. all honesty. That's not that far off, to be perfectly honest. Like for and, some people, I mean, I know they've frozen evictions and things, or yeah. kept that, but like for some people, it's still. You know. Yeah, may, yeah, he did do the executive order, like freeze evictions and st and put off student loan payments and all that again. But I mean, out of his mouth, there's a soundbite of Joe Biden saying, not yeah. that long ago, last month, saying, "Day one, yeah, we're gonna give you two thousand dollars." Yeah, like, day well, fuck Joe, 2, why did you have to yeah. say that? I was trying to give you the benefit of no, the doubt. There's no, yeah, fuck it. That's that's the whole thing, and that's yeah. what I've been saying the whole time. Is like, yes, this is a victory, but this is not the end, and we cannot let up the fight yet. If we get c too comfortable right mm -hmm. now, they're just going to roll back everything. It's going to be business as usual, and that was not a good thing. So, like, mm -hmm. even though Donald Trump was a disruption, it was it was a negative disruption to an already negative thing, and we have to like, I mean, we the fight goes on. Like, I mean, you know. Bernie Sanders wasn't running against the Donald Trump presidency the first time he ran. So there was obviously problems that he saw back then. So it's, you know, it's, it, it, it stands to reason that we, that we, you can't let up yet. You can't like, just be like, Oh cool. We got rid of the bad man. Now it's at times are good. Like, mm -hmm. yeah. And the fact that we're already seeing, like I expected them to immediately placate the people, pass the, the money, give them the money and then do all the shady shit under the table that's that's fully what I expected, and I was like, you know, that's going to suck, but at least think th times are going to be better for the people. And already, I'm I'm just seeing like, I mean, he is doing things that I think will help people. I'm I'm not I'm not saying that, but I, I think that it's just such a stupid move to not go ahead and send that cash out. Like, yeah, I'm for one thing, like it would be the <clears throat> the best thing they could do to kind of court tr like it's it's hard to defend Joe Biden. When he says that he's going to do that, he doesn't do that. And then the Trump supporters, for what they are, you know, they don't care about all the racism, all the massage. Like, they don't care about all that shit. They see, okay, uh, d is this politician or is this person doing what they said they were going to do? They even have a little bit of blindness on that, I would argue. But, like, you know, when he says he's going to pass 2,000 right away and then, like, pussyfoots around on it, that's really hard to fucking defend him over. Right. 
And like, uh, and he needs to win over Republicans. Like the Republicans wait, that you can win over by basically buying them mm-hmm. out. People can be bought so fucking easy. Just do it. Well, I mean, like that's a lot of people like, said the reason they ultimately voted for Trump was because the one check, the $1,200 check they got during the, the pandemic. That was signed by him. Had his name that, signed yeah. on it. Dude, um, a huge thing I've heard from Donald Trump voters <laughs> at the end of this was uh, – it's like, yeah, he he sent us like that twelve hundred dollars is attributed. It's like he paid for it themselves. He was like, Donald Trump sent us a twelve hundred dollar check. He's not even taking a presidential salary. Oh yeah, you, you heard know, that like, on yeah, yeah. Just like he's this virtuous, like he doesn't. He's making more on the side. Like his presidential salary. His is whole presidency peanuts. was a money making scheme. Yeah, so. like, like yeah, he did all right. Yeah, but yeah, no. There's no excuse for Biden to fucking delay or or anything on that. Yeah, that, and I that, mean politically, it's politically expedient to get it done right away. It's like it's just the best for fucking everybody. And you have and you have favor. You have fav, you have bipartisan favor on it right now. Like throw throw that bill out. Still work on the other bill. Still work on the the uh, you know because like you gotta think like the 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 one point nine trillion that they're working on now that's gonna have that that fourteen hundred uh, package with it. That uh, I mean, if you add six hundred dollars more to that, that's not that's only going to take it up to maybe like you know two point one, two point three. You know, it's like it's not yeah, because gonna... of that. What is it? One point nine trillion? Yeah, like how much of that is individual? Right, most of that's going to like all these other places. So then, it? if you add another third of that, yeah, yeah. So it's not it's not going to. There, there's no reason to not just go ahead and and. and push for that and or, you know even cut that out of the 1.9 trillion bill cut all that stimulus out and do a standalone right now do it push put put it out i, I don't it's 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 like mind-boggling like how how fucking stupid of a move this is but you know it's it's um you got I read a thing today. Somebody, uh, a, a, a top investor guy, I can't remember his name. I could pull it up, and I'm not going to do that. It's a lot of work. <laughs> but this guy uh, basically was saying that like stimulus would uh, be bad for the stock market because a lot of people sh- who should be spending this money on goods and stuff are going to instead invest it, and that's that's going to inflate the bubble more. And you know, I mean, he might be right, but you know, I mean, I don't, I don't, I, I just don't. Th- I mean. I think advise people against it, put out that say, like, hey, when you get the stimulus, don't invest it in the stock market. You know, that instead spend it on things you need, pay rent, pay bills, pay your car payment, all that stuff. But you know, yeah. I don't know. I don't you know, I'm not a I'm not a, a stocks guy, really. I'm not gonna get heartbroken if the stock market gets fucked for a little bit again either. Right. Did did one of the executive orders was it eviction moratoriums and shit too? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And, it extended them, I think they were already. Okay. Because, yeah, those were about to go up, I think. Weren't yeah, they? Yeah, in February or March or yeah. something, I think. Yeah, what I'm worried about is he's putting all this shit through. And like you said, Ian, I'm not – I don't hate the stuff he's doing. It's just – it's like priorities. Right. And uh, March isn't that far away, but it's got me worried that it's like, okay, we'll deal with this shit and dilly-dally. And then by that point, we'll be dealing with Trump's impeachment shit. And so it's just going to get pushed further and further down the road as the Republican Party comes back together. Yeah, well, it's, it's, it's giving the Republican Party an opportunity to come back together. Like, 
I mean, it's almost like that's what they want. Like they want a strong opposition so they can, yeah, it, it's, it's like we need a, we need a partner to dance with at the ball. So. Or it's better the devil, you know, type right thing. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, they, you know, they, they could, they could do things that would help keep the Republican party fractured. You know, I mean, apparently Trump's been touting the possibility of starting a Patriot, the Patriot party. party yeah. yeah. And so like that, that could be a thing, but do like, it. God, I hope he does do it, do, do it. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, even if you have a f- two fractured parties that are represented in our government, if they're voting along the same lines on certain things, that's still dangerous for you. And so it's, it's, you know, I think, I think, I don't know. I mean, I'm again, we're stepping a little outside of my realm of expertise on, on a lot of this. Like, here's how they should do things. I just think they should have passed the fucking stimulus. That's really what the, the mm-hmm. whole thing is. I mean, I'm, I've, you know, it's no secret. I'm, I'm a big proponent of UBI in general. I think it's, it's, it's the, it's the way forward. It's really the only way forward in, in my opinion. But I think the, you know, we, there, there weren't that many negative effects. I don't think from the 1200, I think that was, uh, that was, you know, generally a positive thing around the board is what they they found that to be. So it just seems like, the, you know, hey, let's keep going with that. I don't know. I, don't, I mean, maybe there's factors. Maybe we really don't have the money. I doubt that. I really doubt no, that. No, they tip their hand. They have the money. Or we, you know, have the money. And, yeah, like you said, like, there were positive, like, you know, con- consumer spending went up. That's basically how the economy works is people have money, they spend money, that money keeps kind of flowing around. Speaking of money. Okay. I learned the other day all these executive orders and bills are signed with one pen each. These pens cost $50 a pop. Now I'm telling you, you can get a pack of Bix <laughs> for about $9.98 at Walmart. I'll counter with this. And oh. we're paying for those fucking <laughs> pens. Yeah. Those are our pens. What happens to them after the, they, they get used? They, That's what I was They hand ask. them out of like, oh, yeah, this is this signed bill 57. You can have it. Like I was going to ask as if like, they as like a get treat. sold for charity or something. No, they hand them off to the plebeians when they're out at restaurants. Instead of leaving a tip, they'll be like, here's this pen. I signed this bill with it. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't know that. I assumed. I don't know. If there's the any proof of that, like, but it seems pen. true. What if, what if someone? It seems like if like what if you hand someone a pen and you, I sign this bill and it's a bill that like that person hated and they're like, oh, thank you. Yeah. Just stab them yeah. with the fucking pen, man. That would be that'd make the news. Is that? I wonder if that's like similar to how the. Uh, have you ever heard that? There's that program where like schools get flags that have flown on the Capitol building and it's because they mm. constantly change this one smaller flag on top of the Capitol building, not the one that's huge on top of the dome. Yeah. But they can technically say then this flag flew on top of the Capitol building. We're donating it to your school or whatever. Isn't that mm-hmm. neat? And like, you know, all the everyone gets a civics hard on for that or whatever. I wonder if it's similar to that though. I wonder if it's like, okay, now this was one of the pens that signed one of those. It, it is, it's but a part as of far history. as I know, or if they sold it for charity, that'd be great. As I far as I know, like the shit I read, like I'll see if I can find it again and I'll post it. But as far as I could tell, it checks out. It seems that it's essentially like if I don't know some uh, <laughs> senator or somebody that helped get the bill passed, maybe he would get a couple of these pens. He stocks his jacket with them before he goes out for the night. He's just like, you get a pen, you get a pen, every, yeah. you know. And uh, it's like, yeah, this is a piece of history. It signed yeah. this legislation, which, yes, that's a cool idea. I fully support the flag thing, by yeah. the way. 
That oh, seems okay. like it's not really using. I mean, you got to replace those flags anyway, and it seems like it's not really costing that much money. It's sure, it yeah, is a cool civics that. thing, but these fucking pens. Yeah, they cost don't need to cost fifty dollars. Even even all other things considered, even best case scenario, yeah. they don't need to cost fifty dollars. This, this like, is my you, favorite you pen in the world. It is a Uniball Signa two hundred seven. Oh damn, the two hundred seven. I've used this pen for years. I didn't even know those were out. Oh, and. Uh, Amazing pen. I get a pack of like six of them for like 10 bucks. I mean, even the really nice like felt tip ones that, you know, those, those ones, you know, aren't that expensive. You could get a pack of those, you know, that'd be fine. You know, they should use, they should use a quill. Cause it harkens back to the fucking like declaration of independence. You should just have a big ass quill there. I'm on a little ink. Well, well, that's just like that saves money. I like and it. it harkens back to, you know, that's what led me <laughs> on to this knowledge is I got curious because I'm kind of a pen nerd. And I was like, what kind of pen does the president? Because I assumed it was some like fountain pen or sure. some, some special pen. You would think. So yeah. I went searching for this and uh, yeah, you can buy the pen. It's $50. <laughs> and uh, yeah, no, there's nothing special about it. They just he signs his name and then th- get that trash out of there. Like drops gets it. a new yeah. one. Yeah. Is it like a fountain pen or is it like a ballpoint? Uh, yeah, it's just like a fancy ballpoint. <laughs> it is a ballpoint. I wouldn't think it would be, but yeah, I think, I think it was. It gave like the brand. I didn't look any further into the brand, but hmm. yeah, I, I, I'm all for the quill though. I think I'm all. I'm a fan of spectacle, yeah. and I think that, right. <laughs> you know, why not make them wear the wig too? When they yeah. do it. Yeah. <laughs> go, go all in. Yeah. Just go all in on that. You're going to wear the wig. You're going to use the feathered pen. Make him sign it huge. Huge. Yeah. I was going to say the last president wouldn't have had a problem with that. Do you all not think it's weird that we've not heard anything from him? I mean, I know he's no. banned. I think, I think is, 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 is like, had things, nothing. I would have expected him to give an interview or something by now. Had things ended somewhat, I guess, what we would say normally yeah. for, for how the past four years have been. If they'd ended on like that, I think we'd be hearing, still hearing from him all the time. He'd be desperate for any attention he could get. I think under the circumstances of the way things ended, I know it was bad. I know people died, but I think maybe the 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 silver lining is that now he like doesn't want to show his face in public for a while. Like, yeah, yeah. You think he's a little shamed? Actually, I mean, yeah, like closest uh, equivalent that he's got. Anyway. You know, I don't remember if we were talking about it on air or off air, but we were talking about how um, Trump people remind me of the entitled people that they go to these, like on these reality shows where they go to like, we're going to, you know, like Kitchen Nightmares or Bar Rescue or those style. Yeah, yeah. And the people are like, no, no expert. I'm not going to listen to you. I'm going to do things my way, even though my business is failing. Like those kind of people. And then you mentioned the Kitchen Nightmare, the Amy's Baking Company. Yeah, Amy's Baking Company. I watched that one. And then today I watched the follow-up episode. And this was in like 2013. And these people are every stereotype of that, that, the Trump mindset, 100%. The, I'm not going to listen to any criticism. I'm actually going to talk a lot. So that way you don't have time to give me any criticism. <laughs> and, and it was just like so entitled and so incredible to see, like this has been a thing for a while. And like everyone agreed it was shitty. Everyone like, you know, there was like the, it was, it, it, it became an internet phenomenon and there was yeah. just a consensus. Like people like that suck. And then I guess they all banded together under the one banner. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Yeah, the is Trump banner. Trump came along and uh, – Excused it. He, yeah, it was like, that guy acts like me. 
Well, they don't realize they're assholes and he's an asshole. But as a result of the second episode and then their uh, subsequent failure, I, I looked, I Googled like, okay, where are they now? <laughs> Apparently they moved to Israel. Mm. And they're not trying to get in. Like she, she had like a, a, she was selling her baked goods, which were apparently always like her specialty. Like she could make really good cakes and stuff. Mm. Uh, she was selling those over Instagram and Etsy or I don't know, some, some place like over the internet. She would like ship them out. And uh, <clears throat> then that went under and they moved to Israel apparently and have not had any media attention since. So it's like I think that that to me is a clear signal of that where that kind of mindset goes is like yeah when, when we can't lie our way out of uh, yeah. it anymore we eventually just run away to an, a whole you know someplace where no one knows our name yeah when the grift quits working you move and settle in a new town and Israel's pretty hardline conservative government wise so mm-hmm. yeah and I don't I don't yeah, know it that probably that, meshes with her. I don't know that that's where Trump is going to go necessarily, but I mean, I think that we, I, I, I do, he probably will leave the country. I, I'm almost certain of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there are people convinced he'll go to Russia or somewhere friendly to him. Like, like I, that. I think pre uh, January 6th, he was on track to start a news network and be an annoying asshole forever, like yeah. a Rush Limbaugh type. Um, and then I think that after <laughs> January 6th, we may not hear from him again. He, so you think it changed that much, like changed uh, public perception, I guess, that much or changed I th- what? Well, I think that he, yeah, I mean, I, I think that the consequences are becoming very real for him. And yeah. I think he he's starting to see that. Like, I mean, so the thing is, is like, um, oh, I can't remember the exact uh, way it's said, but um, if you're like, if the, I think the, the penalty for actual treason is hang being hung like still damn and so like if you're convicted of treason well, they hung Saddam Hussein right and so it's yeah. like if you're if you're convicted of of something like that you'll be hung and I, I think like he had basically you know Department of Justice guys being like listen this is real now <laughs> like this isn't a game anymore so you think it it spooked him in yeah. other words more yeah. than it changed public perception or mm-hmm. this or yeah I mean I think public perception yeah, no, definitely I, definitely factors into it but I think that like. I think that someone sat him down and was like, listen, you have to listen to me now. It's it, we can't lie our way out of this anymore. This is the point. This is the point now where if you do if you fuck up one more time like this, it's you're done. Like it's mm-hmm. yeah, it's that and he finally fucked with the money. Mm-hmm. Like he finally fucked with the money. He fucked with Congress. He fucked with how they all get funded, how they get the government fund like you know, he fucked with some very some yeah, Republican donors more powerful left and right. He fucked with people more powerful than him, and he was the president. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's how our fucking that's how our society works. Like a capitalistic society, like that. He fucked with the wrong powerful people, and those people and others, like you said, Ian, sat him down and were like, "Hey, dude, it's real on these levels now. Okay, we can't have it. The powers that be above you. I know you're president, sir." But the powers that be above you are not going to fucking have this shit. And you're about yeah. to not be president anymore. No matter what you when you get out and tell your people, that's right. It's it's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it, it it's weird how like I don't I don't know what I'm trying to say. I've had a few drinks already, guys. <laughs> uh, but uh, it, 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 I just think that the way I, I'm done. I'm done. I'm going to drop out of this one. Sorry. <laughs> Well, I'm sorry if I upended you. No, 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 no. I'm just, I am curious. I did want to talk about like a little bit what 
I don't know what he's going to do because, yeah, pre to January 6th, he was on track to have a like a bullshit TV channel possibly or, you know, have another show like The Apprentice or something, start a new political party. Now on the other side of that, it seems like nobody wants to touch him with a 10-foot pole. His banks have been like, no, dude, we're done giving yeah, you money. Yeah, Deutsche Bank, which pay has banked with them for back. 40 years or something. Yeah. Like- yeah. It's like, just pay us our money back and fuck off. And Deutsche Bank fucks with everyone. Yeah. You can be drug runners. You can be yeah. like small time, big time criminal, yeah. like whoever. And then on the other side of this <clears throat> is it seems like overwhelmingly the media has sort of shifted to this mode of like, nope, we're not going to tolerate this fake news. Right. And it seems like the media more than we've seen them in a long time are actually on their toes and at least trying to convey some sense of like, okay, we're telling the truth. Well, it's, it's what, what, and kind of what I was stuttering on a second ago is I just didn't know how to put it into words, but bouncing off you, I kind of do a little more. Um, It's weird how every time they bring up the election, they always add the adjectives fair and, and just and legal mm-hmm. election. They always, they always say it every time now. And it's, it's, you know, I get it and I understand it. And I believe it. I'm, I'm not questioning that, but the way they do it does make me think that if I, I was already inclined to think it was a conspiracy theory, it's like, see, that's just programming the way they always say it. And it's like, it seems a little heavy handed. I get what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. And it, so it's like, it, it does seem like they've picked a side less than it's they're mm-hmm. reporting the news. And, but I, you know, I, I get the need for it because there's, there are still people who don't accept it. So you have to say that every time, like case, this is the first time you're ever hearing this. The election is, was legitimate. Sorry. You know, I get that, but it just so hearing it every time now makes me go like, it's a little like, I don't know. It's creepy in a way. Mm. It is weird. And, uh, but one thing I didn't hate this past week which has been a shining light, a shining beacon in these dark days, was watching QAnon fall apart. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say the poem, but yeah, this was better. <laughs> yeah, QAnon falling apart. This was like poetry. It, it's been amazing. Yeah. Uh, You've seen the screenshots from like, where is it, like Gab or wherever they yeah. really hang out? People posting, like QAnon members posting, everything posted on my account here over the past several years has been pure uh, comedy and it's it's just been satire. Oh right, yeah, those people. <laughs> and uh, and the ones that are mid realization are the funniest to me. Yeah, some of them are shifting and pivoting to this mode of like, well, it was all part of Trump's plan. He put Biden in power because he knows Biden's on his side. And then there's people that just fully have come to the realization that we were fucking got, we were lied to. Yeah. And it's been hilarious to me across the board. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's just, I've really enjoyed it. I've There's really enjoyed that. Tons of them that are, that are talking about how like I, I have to repair my relationship with my kids. Yeah. Or my yeah. now ex-wife or whatever. And right. it's like, and I hope it teaches them a lesson of like, Hey, maybe look up some solid actual fucking information for once instead of just reading a headline kind of on Facebook. Thinking. Who's telling me this and what's their agenda? Yeah. Type things. Yeah. yeah. I hope Which you can apply to mainstream media for sure. Yeah. But you should apply across the board, and I don't think yeah. these people do. Right. I mean, if somebody tells me a recipe on cookies, I there's probably something in that recipe I'm going to cross reference with something else. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. They say only bake this 20 minutes, but I don't know. 
I've always, yeah. You know, like, so why wouldn't you cross-reference actual information? And then, I don't know. I really enjoyed watching them fall it's apart. Been, it's, it's been, been, it's fun been thoroughly that. enjoyable. And I also, I didn't know. I talked to you a little bit about this the other day, Ian, but I didn't know. I thought QAnon was like, you know, we've got to stop the the Democratic people from sacrificing the babies to the demon witches or whatever. I thought it kind of stopped there. I didn't know there was this aspect of where at the last minute, Donald Trump was like going to swoop in with the feds and yeah. arrest Biden all theatrically. It was going like to be like a Scooby-Doo before. ending. Yeah, I did not know that was going to, that was part of the scheme. So that's apparently what gave a bunch of them up is the fact that Biden got inaugurated yeah. and they were like, well, it, it's, Trump it's missed his here. fucking cue. He's supposed to show up. No, he peaced out. That was yeah. I, that was the point of the day that I was like, all right. But even then, they were like, he's flying. He's secretly flying back over to the. Yeah. Sorry, I. No, you're, you're. That was the point of the day where you were what? Oh, that was the, <laughs> just fucking exhausted. No, yeah, that was no, that was the point of the day where I was like, all right, time, now is the time to start oh, criticizing yeah. Joe Biden. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> it was like, all right, now it's like because I've been, you know, I've been like, hey guys, now's not the time. Like people are like Biden is flawed, and these like yeah, he is, he's very flawed. But let's not t- talk about that right now. Like it's as the old adage goes, let's pay the water bill. Let's think about what the water bill is going to be after the fire's put out. Let's not worry about the water bill while the fire's still burning. And so it's you know, at that point, once once he was on the plane, not even the helicopter, just the plane. Mm-hmm. After he gave his speech, I was like, yeah, it was a speech probably he should have given like a long time ago. <laughs> Wasn't it? It was like. It wasn't even broadcast live. It was like recorded or something, and then no. Played. So he's he's given a few, but he had one final one that was that day. Yeah. It was that morning, and it, he wanted it to be a big event, and like he couldn't even get Pence to show up. It was like no, like it was all just yeah, supporters. Saw- there were no like officials there. Like I mean, maybe a, maybe a handful of people, but nobody like of any real importance. Everyone blew him off. It was, yeah, it was it was nice. Uh, but he came out and he gave a speech, yeah. and it was it was not a great speech. It was not you know it's not what. But, like, I think that it's the kind of speech that it, had he given it a long time ago, it would have been a lot better. Like, because he was very much like, you know what? This is a good country full of a lot of good people. You know, just that kind of stuff. It was fucking bizarre. <laughs> he still never acknowledged that uh, that Joe Biden. He never. No. He never, never said, said Joe name. Biden's name. He did acknowledge. He, what he finally acknowledged was that there would be a transfer of power. Yeah. And that was that was kind of like. <laughs> In, like, two, three hours. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, from that yeah, point. Yeah, I guess uh, in two, three hours, the moving truck show. We tried a lot of scams and none of them paid off. <laughs> no, but like, didn't he, what was, there was some weird, a weird string of quotes from him. Like it was all one sentence or something. It was like, you're very special. We'll be back in some form. Uh, something about like, can't wait to see that, what we'll that do was the or something like that. He gave the night of January 6th, I believe. Where he- No, the we'll be back in some form was, was the 20th, I think. Well, it might have been both. Yeah, there. I know the one that he gave. We haven't seen his like final the day form. of, or it was maybe the next morning after the riots and the insurrection. As he was like, "You all are very special. We love you." Yeah, that the no. He said, "Yeah, yeah. he said it again on the twentieth, though. Oh, he said God it the sixth in a pre or a, yeah. a recorded one on the sixth from the White Which House Gardener. Which I watched as it aired. Same. And that was the most infuriating. There was I a was. couple cuts in there that looked like where he didn't get the speech all the way through in one take. 
and they had to go back and splice two different takes together yeah. of the speech. Yeah. There was a weird cut in there that I noticed because I do video editing shit. So I noticed <laughs> this weird cut and I was like, that's weird. Like the continuity was slightly off well, the, with this hand placement. Those are the tells that it was definitely pre-recorded. Yeah. Like when you see like him suddenly like jump and it's like, yeah, you've got a full breath now. You were almost out of breath a second again. <laughs> like, Oh yeah. No, they even said like, we will be releasing a recorded statement or something on the sixth. I mean, uh, yeah, but on, on the 20th, he went back to the, like, you're very special well one more time. And, you know, this is not my final form or whatever. <laughs> and we'll, we'll see you. We can't wait to see what we'll do or something like that. What worries bizarre. me, though, weird. is, but I don't know, maybe even the people that were behind him, like the Steve Bannons and whoever, maybe... Which not Steve Bannon in particular. Steve Newly Bannon's pardoned like, Steve you Bannon. fucking pardon me, bro. Let's go uh, to Hooters. And because uh, they would go to Hooters. They're oh, the yeah, types absolutely. that would go to Hooters. Yeah. And, but all these other people that's kind of been thrown under the bus by Trump and all this, he's pushed them all away and alienated himself in such a way. And I just, I worry about who of those people is still left that's willing to back him financially and this come back even worse than before. But also Trump, how old is he? 78? Yeah, I don't I mean like yeah. it's it, and like the, the, pre, the everyone always says the presidency like adds the same amount of time. Yeah. Like it's like if you serve for, you know, 8 years, you age 16 or if you if you only do it four, then it's 8. Um so you you actually age like that whole amount, like 2 years every year basically. And so it's like you know, I, I can't imagine he's got much like here. Here's my my imagining of what's going to happen. He's going to move to some other country, probably like South America or somewhere like that. Uh, maybe Brazil. Russia. Maybe. Yeah. Or I figure he'll go for a warmer climate, though, is yeah. what I'm thinking. I think Melania is going to leave him, but he's going to say, yeah. please, I've been embarrassed on the world stage. I made you first lady. Don't divorce me, but you can do whatever you want. And oh, OK. And I think she'll agree to that. I don't think we'll ever hear of them getting a divorce, but I'm sure she'll be seen in other countries with like much, much younger men. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and I think that, uh, um, you know, he'll he'll die quietly and we'll hear about it one day and be like, yeah, Donald Trump died. I don't know. What, yeah, he's, he died. Hope so. <laughs> we're we're working on getting his body back so we can ship it. Or we can bury it in the national cemetery. But uh, no, they, he, he died in a. Uh, no, he'll be buried at Mar-a-Lago on the 18th hole. Yeah, he died in a remote location, and there's actually a yeah, custom, right next to the customs issue. Like there. we don't have a good trade relationship with that country, <laughs> so we don't, we don't have customs with that country that he's in. So uh, guess he's gonna rot in a hole. <laughs> yeah like, that's that's how i that's how that's what i like think about at night when i'm rubbing one no i'm just kidding i'm not like i don't i, I don't hate trump that no, there much. you go i don't hate trump that much i just hate him enough to like gl be glad he's not in charge of anything anymore yeah that makes total sense and i think you should go to jail but also like i, mean, I uh yeah doesn't mean i hate him i just i, I just believe in justice i mm. think yeah no i i don't none of those images made me sad at all but uh, I was going to say, like, I think, like, right now, <clears throat> a lot of the reason we haven't heard much about him is he's probably just, like, 
chilling the fuck out for the first time. And, and I'm not, not to say that he didn't chill the fuck out while he was president, you know, going but on all these golfing trips and shit. Though? His chill out's at an 11. But like, yeah. He's yeah. eating the whole tub of like ice cream. He's like he ordering might, Taco Bell, like by the bag. Like if this dude, managed, if this dude not, managed a kitchen at a restaurant, he would have water boiling on every stove eye, even if there was nothing in the water. Sure. He's eating, I think he's enjoying not having constant news coverage on him. Yeah. Because the news ha- has been covering Biden's appointments and Biden's executive orders and whatever mm-hmm. else. He's walking around, boxers, bathrobe, single gold chain, uh, rings. Melania. Lots of rings again. That's the, what he missed the most was being able to wear lots of rings, I bet. Oh, yeah. And, and his grills. Eating, eating steaks, like well-done steaks, lots of ketchup, plenty of ketchup. Just living oh, the God, dream man. right now. I don't know. I don't fucking know. He's I, bathing in ketchup right now. <laughs> Melania. You can't, you can't get whole bottles anymore because I'm so broke now. It's just having to save the squeeze packs <laughs> and squeezing big piles of From it. McDonald's. Maybe he finally took up drinking. <laughs> yeah. You know, he's been a teetotaler his entire life because of his brother or whatever or his uncle. I forget. He went and got a big old bag of cocaine. He, uh, well, yeah. he, that's nothing too new, I wouldn't yeah. think. He'd get it from Don Jr. for sure. <laughs> But yeah, I don't know. Maybe he finally tried some Trump vodka and uh, you know got hooked. If there's any left, it hasn't been fucking destroyed by now. Oh god, you know, like knowing just the kind of like again going back to that Amy's Baking Company and like that kind of personality, the Trump personality. I bet it sucks to be Don Jr. and Eric right now. Maybe Ivanka, but I feel like he's probably still nice to Ivanka. But I bet he. He's like, it's your fucking fault. You did this to me. Like, I, I bet they are hearing a lot of that. Don Jr.'s in the same situation as a lot of QAnon people. Because, like, what? Like, he went into all this with a wife, happy family. Then, fuck, he gets divorced. Did He's his now wife dating. divorce him over this shit? Oh, they do. They got divorced what? mid, you know, mid-presidency. What? Yeah, they got I divorced. I did not know that. And, uh, and now he's dating Kimberly Guilfoyle, the former Fox News anchor with the really wide features mm. or like face. I mean, like mm. we wide smile. <laughs> and like she's like they regularly show up to uh, campaign events or used to just coked out of their fucking minds together. She was people were making a big deal out of one of her appearances where she was just like yelling like Wah! that lady. Yeah, okay. her, her. She this is. That lady. That that lady. She is dating Don Jr. now that his wife divorced him, which I can't prove or nobody can prove is, Mm. you know, a direct result of the presidency. But you have to think the fucking personality changes that Don Jr. went through. I mean, because his life has been like, I hate my dad and my dad hates me. To, oh, my dad's the president now. Or, okay, wait, 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 intermediate step. My dad's got a TV show now. And he actually wants me to be on it. So I'm going to be on it and I'm going to be the best boy, just the best boy. <laughs> and then three, oh, my dad's a president now. I have to be an even gooder boy. I have to be best. Oh, shit. I should tell Melania about that. Anyway, later. And now it's like, what the fuck is that relationship at this point? And I'm sorry that I went <laughs> talk for probably five minutes on Don Jr.'s. But like then, about Don Jr. at all. I'm sorry I talked about him at all. But then there's <laughs> fucking, worth the breath, uh, but. fucking Eric. <laughs> that one eric's yeah yeah eric's who actually looks of, like trump but he's not right yeah snl yeah. always portrayed him as the stupider one but i have to think don jr is a lot dumber <laughs> than eric is not that eric's a, you know brilliant but 
I know, I know it sucks that like even though he's gone, we're still talking about him. But you got to think about it. Yeah, uh, God we, damn it. We all have, we all have that shitty ex that we still tell stories yep. about. Yeah, like, <laughs> and you, you, when I say that, everyone going, yeah, yeah, yeah. Even the ladies are like, yeah. So like, I mean, like it's, it's just, it's just a thing. Like we're gonna be talking about this. Remember that time when the president was a fucking psychopath, and we all thought we were gonna die at any moment. <laughs> And then literally there was a pandemic, like a worldwide pandemic. <laughs> we thought we were all going to die at any moment. Yeah. My ex used to separate families and keep the kids in cages. <laughs> it was fucking wild. Yeah. So I wanted to talk about uh, the best and worst of Trump. Whoever wants to go first can, or I can go first with, uh, I don't know. Let's do the best. Should we start yeah. first? Let's do all of our best and then we'll do the worst. Um, but yeah, I guess I'll go first is, yeah, to me, the best thing, uh, Trump did was, and these were hard, like hard for me to come up with this and they would honestly probably be different prior to January 6th, but, uh, his marketing is, yeah, it, his marketing, whoever was behind that, like, and I'm talking like the make America great again hats and like the rallies and the shirts and like the chanting and the memes, like whoever was by, like the Donald Trump on Rambo thing, was, like uh, probably mostly Roger Stone and uh, um, uh, Steve Bannon. I think, yeah, the, the like, guys who probably had the most to do with that. I mean, it's like, yeah, I don't like the effect of what it has caused of these people treating a politician like a rock star god. I don't like that, but the fact that they were able to do that with just like bullshit marketing on, on stupid rehashed slogans like make America great again was a Reagan slogan. And so they didn't do anything fresh, but they just did it. And I don't know. They just put the pieces together in the right order to get a bunch of dumb fucks behind them. And I mean, not a, but some, not every, Trump supports a dumb fuck. If well, you if you storm the Capitol, you're a fucking dumb fuck. If you believe QAnon, you're a fucking dumb fuck. But yeah, it's just uh, marketing wise, like that is impressive. It was really successful. Yeah, I mean they had flags and everything. Think of the last yeah. political candidate you could think of yeah. that had their own flag that people actually yeah would carry around, would hang on their truck, their mm -hmm. you know house, whatever. Yeah. It's and they alarming because I can think word of one. This dude said, "Yeah, but. and it's like, yeah." So that's super impressive to me, and it may not be a good thing, but I think that's the best thing that he was able to accomplish. This yeah. was a hard category. Yeah, yeah. He, I think he's definitely the first political figure that ha that's had real fans. Mm. Like, I mean, I knew I know a lot of people who like love Bernie. But I don't think they're like they they're like fan Bernie fans were like the you know I'm sure they're out there like people who I mean, hang, Obama hang on his every word and like that's the main thing they look up every day is what did Bernie say today I'm sure there's I'm sure those people are out there but it's not like a major voting block whereas like Trump had a major voting block of people that were just fans they were like it's like he was a rock band yeah I mean Trump has cultivated himself as a brand since the 80s at least the 80s yeah like he's he's you know his brand is his name for a reason it's synonymous with him so it's like everything the trump brand does is the man too so trump vodka trump university trump foundation you know whatever there's a ton more branded shit that i can't even think of he's done in the past but yeah trump stakes i think that was one like he should start doing self-help things of, 
I could see him now. It's just like these self-help DVDs <laughs> to sell to his old supporters. Be like, you've never seen anyone so successful. I rose up the ranks, got elected president of the United States, and now I'm here to tell you my secrets. Like, yeah. Yeah. Can he market that now that he lost, though? I don't know. A better one to market no, now would be like, none would be did you used to have it all, a family, a wife, kids that respected you, <laughs> and you lost it? Well... Me too. <laughs> what, what kind of though, like, uh, but to, to speak on the marketing aspect, what's weird is those, like, again, like what you see happen is sometimes a, a brand gets tarnished. And, and yeah. Yeah. But, and so, like, right at the tail end of the presidency, it ran out of steam. And, and but what's funny, I, it makes me wonder, um, because, you know, like before World War II, Hitler was a fairly common name in Germany. Mm-hmm. It's not anymore, you know. Not, not saying Adolf this, was, yeah. Well, like the last, the the surname Hitler too was apparently like it, it, I I had heard that I maybe may, it, I can't cite it, so maybe it, maybe I'm wrong, um, but I'm, I do wonder. Uh, like I, I get calls, you know, from people with the last name Trump who exist, you know, and so I wonder if like that's gonna people are gonna be like, yeah, I need to change my name. <laughs> yeah, one of my best friends' middle name is Donald, and it's a family name, but he. He's never liked it because it's Donald, you know. You're born in 87 in his case. Like, you're not going to love Donald. But even more now, fuck. <laughs> fuck well, that. Well, I've never even thought to ask Donnie Marsh right. how he feels about his name in these past uh, yeah. four years. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I call him Donald sometimes because <laughs> I just like to give him shit. But, uh, Donald. But, you know, I mean, he, I'm, sure, I'm sure it's occurred to him. <laughs> I wonder how much less popular Donald Duck is now with children. Yeah. Compared to, you know, goofy... Daisy Duck, the other ones. Scrooge. Mm-hmm. Scrooge, Scrooge McDuck. Oh, Scrooge McDuck, yeah. 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 Because yeah, I think that Duck, is, I think that is basically just Trump, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I think DuckTales came back a few years ago too. So. It did, yeah. Mm-hmm. And again, just to hammer home a point with mine, anyway. me saying that his marketing it, what, is I mean, is the thing he did best is not uh Saying it was a positive thing. No, yeah. Yeah. No, it, I mean, I'm just saying it, it's impressive what it was, they were able to do. It with was it. definitely like an accomplishment. It was great. Yeah. I mean, it was like he turned, he, he made running for president into like a pop culture kind of thing mm-hmm. in a way. Like it, it was, I mean, when I say, I will also say, just realistically speaking, is, uh, I don't like how he handled it, but he's not wrong about China's copyright. Yeah. I mean, shit with us. I just I don't like how he handled it, but we need to keep our eyes on China. But no, yeah. other than that, yeah, there's not a lot of good I can say. Did you say yours there, Andrew? Mm-mm, yeah, go for it. Uh, yeah, I had a few written down because, like I said, this was kind of hard when you texted me earlier in the week and asked me to come yeah, up with the best. Very hard. Um, one of the best ones I, th- uh, what I thought might be my best was that he had in his first days in office set a, I think signed an executive order uh, banning lobbying for five years after, you know, being an administration official or being in whatever capacity that usually funnels into lobbying. Uh, Even like at that time, there was a guy I talked to that was a Trump supporter that I at the time still talked to. There is still that guy. But, uh, and he was like, hey, so like, it's not all bad. Like, look at this. Tell me what you think of this. Because he was at the time much less sucked into the Trump camp and much more of just a classic Republican. And I was like, yeah, I don't hate this. This is actually pretty good. I have no high hopes he's going to keep doing stuff like this. But if he does, then I'll say I was wrong. I wasn't wrong. But 
with one day left in his presidency, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, though, yeah, you guys knew where I was going with that. He overturned that lobbying ban for yeah. an obvious reason that I may lead into later with my bad things, but like for an obvious reason of, hey, I have outgoing administrative officials that, uh, you know, I wouldn't mind them getting into lobbying. So fuck it. I thought I was going to be here eight years. Mm-hmm. I thought maybe this would apply less or whatever to me. Let's scratch that. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. I, I didn't mean to go into too much about what I was going to talk about. The one good thing, and and this may be even like a shorter discussion anyway, the best thing that I thought of, uh, which is kind of a half answer, but is that he got more people politically active, politically mm. involved. Um, they're like DSA, for example, which I'm a part of, Democratic Socialists of America, has seen its numbers just fucking skyrocket, mm-hmm. which a lot of people use. A lot of people are are kind of, they get into DSA and they're like, they've found their kind of home or whatever. But a lot more people even use it as a jumping off point into like further leftist politics, further maybe things they hadn't thought about before, et cetera. So I think uh, this, I actually had this on my good and bad list. It's not the bad one I'm going to talk about, but getting more people politically active and involved via just how terrible he was, Mm -hmm. I think was the best thing that he's done because he's kind of awoken even like like Gen Zers, the Zoomers, whatever they're called, Mm -hmm. are way more politically active than they would have been given a Clinton presidency, I think. Right. In my opinion, well, he was he was less of an existential threat and more of like mm-hmm. a uh, clear and present danger. And I think that's like it's easy to like put like things that are like ongoing threats, like maybe like you know the climate or the environment, put those on a back burner because you're not going to see the effects of that literally tomorrow. So you you know even though it probably should be something that we're like main you know putting all all efforts into fixing right now. It's easy because, well, I'll wake up tomorrow and it'll still be fine. You know, so even though it's like a yeah. fraction of a bit worse and you don't notice it. Um, whereas Trump is a loud bell ringing, you know. Yeah. And so absolutely, it, it, it's uh, it, it was he was a rallying cry in a lot of ways for a lot of people. And I, I fully agree with what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Because it, it for, to further what you were saying, like, yeah, that's the way that it was under Obama. It's like mm-hmm. you just... A lot of people, I mean, I was political and politically active to a point, but I was like, you know, things are generally good. Do I love these drone strikes, this, that, and the other? No, but things are generally good. So mm-hmm. people's political enthusiasm was just less, like like Ian was saying. Yeah. Well, and I'm hoping there's people a little bit like me where when Obama was in in his first term, I was like kind of blind to most of that shit. Like I was like, Obama's awesome. Obama's the greatest thing. Yeah, ever. a lot of it came up when he had to run for re-election. Yeah, yeah, and even the re-election, I was still at that stage of Obama's awesome. Yes, and it was maybe in I don't know maybe the third year of his second term that I started getting hashtag woke <laughs> on some shit and started reading up and like started finding my own sources that I could cross reference and understood like what I was reading, and then. uh and then we go into the election, and I feel I've got like this woke knowledge. I'm like, okay, I see the song and pony show going on here. Like, fuck this. And then I've gone this whole presidency with it. So now going into a Biden presidency with all this knowledge. Yeah. And, I, and you're I'm, more and I'm, able to hold them accountable. Yeah. I think, and I'm really hoping, which I'm excited for, there are other people like me that were a little bit woke to some things, but then 
as this presidency has progressed, like you said, and it's driven more people to get a little bit more politically savvy, I'm hoping like people like me that were kind of on the fence, like it's thrown them even deeper into the hole. So yeah. you've got casual people at like level one, and then these people are like level four. Yeah, that's what I'm yeah. I'm not excited for a Biden presidency, but I am a little bit excited politically for the future just because of mm-hmm. everything you just said. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. I wholeheartedly agree. <laughs> so, um, yeah, uh, kind of my take on it is that it's like, look, I coming from the the reverse of you, I, I, you know, I was an active uh, at this point uh, at the end of the Bush presidency. I was still paying attention to what Alex Jones had to say, and mm-hmm. so coming into Obama, I was expecting it to be a lot worse than he actually was. <laughs> I thought he was. Oh, yeah, yeah. I thought I came in thinking he was going to be. I came in with giving him no faith. It's like it's going to be just more Bush. He's just going to be under a different branding. He's waving. He's Bush, but waving a different flag. And he kind of was. Uh, but because, uh, but you know, in other ways, he was better. But he wasn't as bad. I don't think. Like he was. I don't think he was as bad as Bush was. And mm-hmm. it just from you know my you know me being a guy in my twenties during all that. Uh, I don't have as bad of a takeaway from him, but you know, when you're about like, Oh, the drone strikes and stuff. I'm like, well, yeah, I mean, but that was like, had Bush had that technology, he would have done, done that shit too. Like, yeah. absolutely. Like I think pretty much yeah. every president since Nixon would have done that shit. So it's like, yeah. Well, I think it's more like yeah. I had held Obama to this standard that, especially the first time he ran of where, like, oh man, this this guy this marketing. guy's a new leaf. Yeah, you know we've oh, dealt with Bush, marketing. all yeah. this hope, and uh, yeah, poster, yeah, and um, that's where yeah the Republicans learned it from, but yeah, um, so yeah, Obama's first term, yeah, he could do no wrong. I was like, sunshine on a new day, we're rid of Bush, good times, okay. And then as it went on, I started to equate him more with Bush. And so it's not like one was worse than the other. It was just like, I realized that Obama wasn't that shining ray of sunshine and that he really was just more of the status quo after, like after the fact I realized that and I was like, ah, all this is horse shit. This two party thing, it's all fucking horse shit. And I just happen to agree. And it just happens to seem like there's a few more decent souls on the democratic side than there are the Republican. Well, that's part of why, um, Trump's message was so so potent as because mm-hmm. he was he was he was advertising an end to all of that. Yeah. And it it was it turned out it wasn't an end to all of that. It was that just poorly managed. Mm-hmm. Like it's like, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna have all the same fuckheads involved. We're just gonna run it like shit. Like mm-hmm. that Yeah. We're gonna throw we're gonna throw a wrench in the gears, guys. Like literally though. Like not not like a not metaphorically, we're gonna shake up the system. We're just gonna break the, how the system works and there won't be a system anymore. That's my takeaway from it. But mm-hmm. I feel like you know, it's it's we like that's that's why I say like you know hey Biden went one cool that's step one uh, uh, we've got a hundred more steps to go we got to yeah. we got the fight is not over yet um, and, and and again to go back to kind of what we were talking about earlier that the the stimulus not happening is just further proof of that yeah but that that's exactly why I think that's the the best thing Trump did is get people politically involved because now mm-hmm. with the Biden administration we're able more able and willing to hold them to account, I think. So, yeah. yeah. Like if I could go back in time and tell myself I would have started a politics show like five years ago, 
what the fuck? Yeah. Like, <laughs> okay. 2020. Weirdest year ever. Um, Ian, what's your... Oh, sorry. Yeah, let, well, I was just going to say, I'll let's, let's, go, to <laughs> let's go to the oh, worst thing. Let's go to the worst thing. Ian didn't do his best. Oh, you did? I thought yeah, you did. Yeah, we went do. to me. We went... Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, my best is... Uh, and, and you know, it took a little bit, but it was... It, uh, I came to... The, well, I mean, it didn't... You asked me, uh, you know, when you're... You know, tell me to prepare for the show, mm-hmm. and I immediately was like, "Oh well, he didn't start any new wars." Yeah, and so like that's because that's important to me. I, I actually like don't I don't I mean I, war is bad, guys. Like I don't know if you know, knew that already, but seconded. Like, I think war is bad. I think the fact that he didn't start any new wars, and I was convinced like he's the kind of asshole who would say the wrong thing and accidentally start a war. That's what I was afraid of, and he didn't. He didn't manage to not start any wars. It's because it's because the people that want war with us, he knew how to cozy up to. It's not because he did anything good. He went and made friends with Kim Jong Un. <laughs> like instead instead of like saying like, "Hey, you're a bad person. You should change." He's like, "Hey, no." Don't worry about us for a while. Like, so good and bad there, but like he didn't start any new wars. And, you know, I I don't, you know, as much as people want to say, you know, oh, I support the troops. Well, I I support the troops too. I want to have a lot of troops. And that's why I think we shouldn't go get them killed in places they don't need to be. Well, uh, just to add on to that, he did get us, I think, for the most part out of Afghanistan. Um, I, I don't, I, he, that may have happened. I don't, I don't know about that. I remember the controversy when he pulled us out of Syria, I think. Yeah. Um, because although I typically do agree with de-escalation and I mm-hmm. think that now that it's been de-escalated, even though there was very bad consequences as a result of that, I don't think we should re-escalate. Um, but you know, I, I don't think that like that was the way to go about it. Just going like, yeah, we're just yeah. going to yank out these troops, even though we've made like commitments to other, you know, our allies. Yeah. It does seem a little bit like, uh, we had made some buddies with some local people and we're like, yeah, we'll help you, uh, fight here. And then like mid battle, we were like, Oh, we get to leave. Peace. Right. And part of me wonders if like how many Trump hotels opened in that country that was doing the invading, like, you know, shortly after, um, maybe not called Trump hotels, but you know, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, a subsidiary of Trump hotels. So it's like, you know, the every bit of good that that throughout this four years there was you know and I, I was one of those people I wanted to give him the benefit of the doubt more than anybody and say like I think a lot of people are acting crazy and irrational and they're assuming the worst right off the bat let's wait it out and let's see I'm sure it's going to be laughable I'm sure it's going to be mismanaged I'm sure it's going to be bad isn't it always though I didn't realize how bad things would actually get yeah, same and uh Every time he, there was something that I was like, here's a good example of some good that's being done. It would take like a month before they'd be like, actually, here's what was actually going on with that. And here's why it sucks. Like, you know, there was all this press about him like reopening, you know, like, oh, these, you know, factories were going to get moved off to other countries. And he forced these people to keep them in America. Uh, it turns out like in every one of those cases, they like closed within a month and moved overseas mm-hmm. anyway. Yeah. And it was just some sort of like show. So he could go take pictures and take credit. And then as soon as he's like, basically, I, I'm sure the deal was wait a month. Which feeds back into Tanner's point of marketing, basically. Yeah. 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 But uh, ultimately, if I have to think of a good thing, he didn't start a new war. So yeah. So that's, that's, you know, and again, like, like I said, take that with a grain of salt. But yeah, I can get behind that. What? Now that I'm thinking about it, the past, which again, this is, 
It's a soft take. It's cool. In a weird way, globally, it's been kind of one of the more peaceful times in a weird way. I mean, sure, our capital's getting insurrected and uh, Syria's burning. It's a failed state, you know, all over the globe. But overall, there's not like a large scale war going on. Well, yeah, there's uh, operations. Not here. Uh, well, I mean, yeah, I mean, obviously not here. We've never had that in our lifetimes, but like. Well, I mean, like, we're not involved in anything. Yeah, I, but like. I think there's. Pro- I mean, I, I, I don't know, but I, I just would assume there's conflicts going on. In- oh, there's conflicts for sure, but I'm talking like large scale wars. Like what was going on in Afghanistan even prior to when we started going in in 2001. I mean. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I'm just not prepared. I'm not prepared sh- enough to answer that question. There's still shit shows. I know Syria's still shit shows. I know show. there's like, still I think shit shows. I'm things just between large- India and Pakistan are heating up, I think. Yeah. I'm just saying huge, large-scale operations. You know, like, we're, we've got, or somebody's got uh, 40,000 troops in this area or whatever. It doesn't seem, and I yeah, I may be wrong, but it doesn't seem like there's any huge... Yes, yeah. yes there's still shit I, shows for sure. think... But I think that can be deceptive, though, when you think about it, because while there may not be a lot of active conflicts going on, there are a lot of places that are on the tipping point. Mm -hmm. You had uh, Azerbaijan and Armenia going to war earlier, and that's only been recently somewhat resolved. And even then, it's still like I think you just have a lot of things that are literally on a tipping point, like Mm. a seesaw right now that could go either like Russia and Ukraine. I mean, that's been cooled down for a while, but there's still separatist groups, militant, like militias, things in that area. Belarus had their presidential election last year in Eastern Europe that did not go well. Um, uh, whatever his name is, Timoshenko, no, Timoshenko was Ukraine, uh, whatever his name is, mm. is getting booted out. Maybe, maybe not. Pakistan and India, like I said, are kind of on, I don't know. I think there's going to be in the next, yeah, in the next four yeah, years, I you stand, have a lot I of these corrected. places. Never mind. I don't know. I don't even mean yeah. to correct you because I think you're right in the, yeah. in the sense that there aren't a lot of active ongoing conflicts. I just think that that could be, I hope not, but it could be like calm before the storm type of thing. Could be. Yeah. Hey, this, uh, this is something that I probably should have brought up way earlier in the show, but have you guys seen what's been going on in Russia lately? Yeah. With, uh, uh, with so at Navalny, least the way I understand, I can't remember his name. What was it? Is it Navalny or something yeah, like that? Yeah. He's going, he went back. Well, yeah. So they arrested him as soon as he, he came back and, uh, people have taken to the streets yeah, I saw people were throwing milk at cops or something. Yeah, I think I swiped away that story somehow. And, and who is this guy? Uh, he was a he was. I think he was a journalist who was very critical of Putin. And then uh, I think he's his biggest opposition leader. Okay, okay, yeah. a- and a journalist. I okay, think. yeah. I may be wrong. I may. I, I'm just. I all, the main thing I saw was like the big crowds. Like like. Yeah. I mean, we we you know we look at the coup and like go like oh man that was crazy. This is so much bigger, and it's like this. This could be important. This could be big, a big deal. The difference here, though, is this is a dictatorship. Pretty much, I mean, you like, know, we had people storming wing, the Capitol try to put in a dictatorship. Yeah, well, so this is a wink, wink, nudge, nudge, not a dictatorship. That's yeah. that's my impression yeah. of what Russia is. It's like, no, we're totally not a dictatorship. Oh yeah, no, they absolutely yeah. Like the situation in Russia right now is like if if Trump ran Russia, and mm. Bernie came back 
Bernie had been attempted to be killed <laughs> or something. Because, you know, they're both populists in the yeah. sense that they both have big popular movements around them. I, probably less with Putin, I guess, really, but I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but, it, yeah, his, it's his main opposition, uh, ideological rival, whatever, both. Anyway, yeah, he came back and it was like, yeah, people were talking it up because why would he go? He had back? been poisoned. I don't know. I swiped away every article that would have told like, me. <laughs> hey, dum dum, don't go back. I mean, I get it. Like, uh, you know, ethics and all that you want to do for your country and whatnot. But man, just go somewhere else. I mean, maybe he had important work to do. Maybe he's yeah. like, my work is not done. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah, but but I thought that was like we were talking about like unrest in the world. I'm like, hey, this is a thing that's happening, uh, and I kind of hope is uh, you know, I mean, I kind of hope they win. I mean, you know, yeah, I'm yeah. not I'm not saying it's been peaceful by any means, but at least you know, there for a minute it was like every time you turn on the news, you got an update on how the battle was going, and I've not seen one of those news briefs in a, in several years. Yeah, like it was like every day, like well. We've had 17 killed in Iraq today, you know, 14 killed in Afghanistan today, you know, and it just every day and you'd see tanks rolling through the streets and the B-roll and stuff. And I've not seen those news stories from anywhere in the world yeah. in some time. So yeah. maybe, maybe it's not so much that tr Trump didn't start any new wars. It's maybe Trump lucked out and was president during a lull, a weird yeah, lull yeah, in yeah. geopolitics. So, and, yeah. yeah, seconded by the fact that he dominates the news cycle means you're not seeing all whatever there is out there. Yeah. You're not seeing it. Well, and then globally, at this point, we're almost a like a year and a half globally into coronavirus shit. So, Right. Yeah, I imagine that that uh, military action has slowed down along with everything else yeah. too. Because I mean, you know, I mean, as although it seems like it's like if you're trying to take over a place, like hey, they're all in lockdown right now. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, let's. Uh, I guess move on to the. Yeah, the bad shit. I guess uh, the fun one. My is, list was a lot longer for this. Yeah, the worst thing he did, which mine was broad. But um, I'll get specific on it is the gaslighting of America is he came in like a wrecking ball and just planted these seeds of doubt in every institution, whether, you know, and I, he came in in a situation where I understand that the, the system's flawed. There's corrupt aspects of it. Things like this. I'm down to drain the swamp. I am pro that. But he came in and started flinging shit at everybody. Yes, there's fake news. The shit you're pointing at, Donald, is not fake news. So this gaslighting of America, of getting people riled up over and over, over the course of five, six years at this point, including the elections and stuff, and just getting people riled up like that, and then setting people up to believe no, like setting them up to believe that they can't believe anything except him. Right. And then he is very much wrong. It's just, uh, yeah, I think that's the worst thing he did is it's, it led to this capital insurrection, whether you want to blame him directly or not, his gaslighting of America for the past four to five years led to that, whether he gave that speech or not, it led to that. Oh Yeah. 
Like, I, I'll, I'll agree that, like, yeah, the, the corporate, like, the main news channels that you turn on and watch are all corporate-owned. They've got, they're not, like, you, you'll notice that they won't ever, like, speak bad of, of the, you know, if the owners own another company and that, you know, the, it's sort of like a weird commercial in that sort of way. But, like, real journalists do go work at these places. Mm-hmm. People who do, like, real people, human beings with, like, integrity work at these places and want to work their jobs with as much integrity as possible. So it's not just completely a production unless, I mean, like, you know, I'm, you, you can get into some of the, the, the channels these days, I guess, but we have before. Uh, yeah. But, but uh, you know, generally speaking, I think that just dismissing it all, like, I, I think, I think uh, there's a bit of skepticism that's always healthy. And I think that like, there's nothing wrong with having a sense of skepticism towards what a corporation is telling you is these, this is the event and how to, how you should interpret it. Absolutely. Um, but to just outright dismiss it all and just not, not even listen and just use the term fake news as just a, as a, as a, you know, be all end all of any conversation um, is just the most uh, stupid fucking thing. Like if that's if that's literally your argument, fuck you, man. Like I don't yeah. know. I don't have a, anything better to say. Like yeah, you you don't deserve to get to debate because you can't come show up with an actual. Yeah, argument. well, and it it brought about this arise, this gaslighting he performed. It brought about this rise, in you know before we had this this bar like a line in the sand of these are scientific factualities that exists like you can't disagree with these things he is somehow brought about this disdain for intellectualism he didn't bring it about yeah yeah he did and uh and he may not brought it about but he's the one that fucking poured gas on that fire yeah and i don't know that that's inevitably what's caused this whole virus situation to be handled poorly it's what's caused like his the people that support him don't even want to listen to raw data. You confront them with some sort of raw factual piece of data and they're like, well, where'd you get that fact? Well, I got it from here and here. They've yeah. been they've been doing studies for a hundred years on this stuff. But you Well, of course they would say that. They don't like Donald Trump. Yeah. It's 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 done more damage to I mean, everything that you guys have just listed, I agree with hundred percent. And it's done more damage to like discourse too, because like you can't talk with a Trump supporter and say like, Hey, uh, you know, I mean, I have no example, but like I heard this thing, uh, this thing was reported on and it's just a true fact. It could be like, whatever, use your imagination. And they're like, where did you like exactly what you just said, Tanner? Where did you hear that? Oh, I saw it on MSNBC. To them, that's automatically, it means that it can't be true. Like MSNBC, you know, they always say like, well, Trump could say the, the sky is blue and y'all would say, no, it ain't. It's the same thing. I mean, it cuts both ways. It's like MSNBC could say the grass is green and Trump supporters would be like, oh, well, that's from MSNBC. I don't know. But well, even, it, out- but ultimately yeah, it's, sorry. it's no, sorry. I just going to uh, finish up that thought anyway, by saying like, ultimately it's, it's him that led to both of those circumstances. Like even the inverse being true, like both of those are just due to his complete, like you said, gaslighting and just like, tearing down the faith in in media as a fucking concept or as mm-hmm. a as a business or whatever. Well, and he's, you know, he's obviously got lives on his hands from January 6th, but he's got lives on his hands from his misinformation before that. At the start of COVID, 
there was a elderly couple like this was like, I don't know, March, April of last year, right when it started being on the table, it's like hydroxychloroquine kind of works in some cases. And Donald Trump started touting like, oh, we've got a cure. Hydroxychloroquine is the perfect. It's a miracle drug. Yeah. And uh, in addition to everything else he he had said. Yeah. Well, about it going hydroxychloroquine away is a, I can't remember, I think it was fish tank cleaner. It's an ingredient in fish tank cleaner. And you had an elderly couple drink fish tank cleaner in Arizona. Because that was one of the ingredients. And they thought it would keep them from getting coronavirus because of what the president said. Yeah. There was another instance where somebody drank bleach because yeah. of what the president said. Who was yes, it? I believe in uh, survival of the fittest. Yeah, let's not let their genes... If they if they don't have enough common sense okay, yeah. on that, then yeah, let their genes die out. But at the same time, those lives are on the president for the misinformation that he spewed, and that's before we even get to the insurrection. Yeah, that's before you get to the insurrection. Yeah, oh, lives on hand. Yeah, uh, I thought you were gonna say before we get to COVID. That's how many lives he has on no, his, his like just on a no. That micro was at the scale, start but, of COVID, but then yeah, not, and that's not even counting like the misinformation. I was gonna say yeah, that's due to COVID. yeah on a much his, bigger scale. Like yeah, his gaslighting of America has affected people on every spectrum. It's, yeah, to me, it's like the three big things are like we already talked about: faith in media, uh, versus lack thereof, and um, and shit. What else? What did we just talk about? COVID, faith in media, COVID, and um, just election integrity. It would be like the third if there were three yeah. parts of that to me, because like like you said, and like we've touched on with him whether he gives that speech or not, it's the the shaken faith in election integrity that led to those people being there in the first place. In addition to dark money and a lot of things yeah. that we're still finding out, by the way, but like that's what led them to be there is the stop the steal movement, the mm-hmm. this, and it's all part of the greater gaslighting thing that you're talking about. What, like, even when he doesn't speak, he was gaslighting, like with the fucking masks. If he had just started wearing masks from the get-go. Symbolic things, e- yeah. Even just like to walk to and from the helicopter and all that sort of stuff. Just show that he's wearing a mask. That would have done so much. I have, in this whole COVID thing, I have not seen a single left, slightly left person. Because there are, you know, those lefties that are there in the middle. They're like, yeah, you know, you should have your rights and whatnot. And, you know, but uh, I'm going to live on my farm and grow some weed and if you trespass I'm I might shoot you. just a libertarian you know, or what is may, it? Yeah, but um, even like I would take one of them but I've not seen any left sort of people at all not willing to wear a mask. When I see somebody that doesn't wear a mask. You assume. When I tell you right now like imagine somebody uh, no masker in a <laughs> store. You know who I'm talking about. Oh yeah. Yeah, like I saw one in McKay's, the and that's other not day. even controversial. I think the right would agree with that as much as the left. Well, you would. ain't they getting would say, my yeah, forty dollars. We're not wearing masks, and we would say, "Yeah, you're not wearing masks." Yeah, like, everybody and it's fucking like agrees. even something as simple as the mask thing, a nonverbal communication, he couldn't even do. Oh yeah, well, I, one of the things I think is funny is like one of the last. Uh, well, okay, when he went out, uh, like after he gave his last speech and flew on on a plane. Uh, they play. They played YMCA for some reason. Oh my god! Yeah, uh, but I think the I think the reason why is because I think that's one of the few groups that hasn't outwardly told him they can't. He can't use their music because I did not like a, a few. Why? Well, that's what I'm guessing because like what I noticed was a few days before that they gave some speech 
or some like appearance. And the music that was playing was Macho Man by the YMCA. Oh, he's been using that for years. And I think that's part of the mask thing is people think like, well, Trump isn't what, but Trump is also a macho, macho man. But what I don't think people get is like what that song is The subtext. About. Yeah. Of fucking any of it. The subtext of the village people as a fucking concept. Right. Like, I mean, yeah, his supporters, you would think. But yeah. But anyway. But yeah. They're not the brightest bulbs. No, that was that was just my two but cents. They about sure that. shine the brightest <laughs> yeah. before they die. They're the dim bulbs that uh, make like a like buzzing sound in the socket. Yeah, make a lot of noise. Not too bright though. But yeah, so what's the worst thing in y'all's mind? Uh, I was gonna say yours dovetailed well into uh, his. Mine, uh, so mine. Uh, I mentioned that the best thing was no new wars. Uh, the worst thing in my opinion, is that he uh, got uh, a war's worth of people killed with his horrible handling yeah. of the pandemic. I think that was the that was the, the 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 true like wake up call for me to stop pretending that any of it wasn't as bad as people were saying. Um, I I had been kind of in you know I, I I I never liked him and I never agreed that he was good, but I do I did think a lot of people were overreacting. When I at when the Woodward tapes dropped and I heard him say it, that was my sort of QAnon wake up moment where I'm like, no, this guy is can't. There's no excuse for this shit. I thought maybe he was just a buffoon. He's actively like yeah. causing harm. Like this is at this point, this is willful cause of harm. So I was immediately on a hundred percent on team. Fuck that guy, and I have been ever since. And um, it never got better. He never came around. And uh, I think that we're in the fucking sorry state we're in right now and that we're not somewhat to, to some degree back open again yet is wholly on his hands and how mm. he handled it. Has to do with what you said about him not wearing the mask, a lot of his cues, but also a lot of his uh, just his policy choices. I, I just think it was generally um, a complete fumble and uh, just uh, invocative of what everyone said it was all along. And we now had actual proof laying in front of us. Mm. Well, it's come out now, apparently. I need to read more up on this, but apparently it's come out. The Biden administration got in and knew that there was like a shitty sort of defunct plan for the coronavirus. For vaccine rollout, yeah. But now they're finding there was zero plan. For vaccine rollout anyway. They've opened the folder. Yeah. And there was no papers inside. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, incomplete on that For vaccine rollout, yeah. (laughs) Got a big incomplete on that one. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, uh, exactly what Ian said. And like mm-hmm. we've touched on it with some of some of the other things that we've uh, talked about. But and, and I think I even talked on one of the other episodes. Uh, you let me on. I was talking about how had coronavirus not happened, I think he might have still he might have won. Like it was oh, his yeah. bumbling yeah, of this. For that sure. Fucking cost him everything. Mm-hmm. And uh and I think like part of it, like to me, was just like his his refusal to to change anything basically it, it was like we have this strategy which is basically no strategy and we're just kind of kind of keep that up and just write it out and like hope i think the strategy was what he said and there's the the video of him saying it i think it's in a group of like congressional black leaders or something where he's talking about and it's going to go away and he does this weird thing with his hand he's like it's going to just go away <laughs> at some point and like we've all seen it anyway and i think that he truly i don't I, no, I don't think that he truly believed that because he knew better. I think that he just thought people are expendable. 
you know, like I, it's not going to hurt anybody that I know or love. Like it's, I, I don't even know exactly what his calculus is on that. Cause I can't put my, my brain like where that is that makes you think that way. But like, to me, it showed not just that he like wouldn't learn from mistakes, but that he couldn't learn from mistakes because like it's every like political advisor on the fucking planet, like on your team, even on the other team, if you ask for like help from the other side, they'd all tell you the same thing. It's like, no, you got to get in front of this. There has to be a, a unified leader that's usually someone in the medical community. It could be a Fauci. It could be um, whatever the, the other doctor's name was. There, there are ways like laid out to handle this. He just could not get through the mental block of mm -hmm. no, uh, of the first step being that there has to be a unified figure in charge that's someone from the medical community. Because if there's somebody in charge, it's him. And like he can't fucking get his brain around the fact that it wouldn't be. Yeah even in a pandemic. So he had to go out and lead the only way he knows how, which is just guessing basically mm -hmm. and like then, bumbling. And then he even caught the virus. And if you ever want a, like a humanizing opportunity to say like, Hey guys, you know, maybe you want, maybe you realize at this point is cause it was pretty far along into it. Maybe at this point he could have been like, I've been mismanaging things. You don't even have to say you've been mismanaging things. Now that I've had it and I've experienced it, I yeah. know what it's doing to people we're going to approach things a little differently. That's an easy out for him that he didn't fucking take. Yep. And he, his next, his next speech he gave in public was him taking off his mask and like fucking being right around people. Like what the fuck, man, come on. It, it just, it's that, that to me, his like, you know, like everything else has been shitty. And I, and, you know, it's, it's like, again, I've said it before. I'll say it again. The, the memes of the screaming ladies with blue hair, they were right. We should have listened to them all along. They had, they were hundred percent on, on what was going on here. And anyone who doubted them or made fun of them eggs on your face now. Uh, <laughs> and, and I think that like, uh, it, the fact that like, that was the big wake up call for me was the whole, uh, this whole past year, this whole past year, the mm -hmm. last year of his presidency, thankfully forever now, because you know, we're going to, we're going to do it. I think, I think, I think he's going to get the impeachment. Even if not, I don't think he's going to run again because, um, I think it's, it, it'll open him up to more, um, uh, of his scrutiny on his, yeah. uh, finances. And I think that's, he doesn't want that. I, I don't think, I don't think even if, even if he can run again, I don't think he will. Mm -hmm. Well, and, uh, what you said, Andrew, I, I do think he's just a dumbass, and with him denying the virus and whatnot, I think he handled it the same way his followers handle shit, which is like you present them with information they don't like. No, that's not true. I don't believe that. Where did you get that source? Yeah, that's a bullshit source. I yeah, don't even believe that. Which goes back that. to your so point. Yeah. This isn't even true. Yeah, what virus? This Every virus I've ever heard of, I don't give a shit about what this left-leaning scientist says. Every virus I've ever heard of, goes away in the summer. I've never gotten the flu or a cold or anything in the summer. This is just a standard common cold that's a little bit worse. It's going to go away in the summer. And, uh, yeah, fuck these left-leaning scientists. They're, they're, they're never Trumpers. Yeah, and that's how yeah. that's how his people. Which even goes that. to your other point of branding. You brand them yeah. as never Trumpers. Yeah. You brand this yeah. as, yeah, man, it's all, it's all fucking tied in. Like everything we've talked about in the, the best and worst. I, yeah, I, I had both of y'all's, I had both of those on my list too. The COVID thing was fucking miserable. Yeah. I mean, to me, to me, that's like the, 
like the fact that people like, you, you know, we're talking about the QAnon reaction. So he didn't come in and swoop in, but like to me, more people should have woken up to his bullshit during that because yeah. it was like that when the Woodward tapes came out and he straight up said like, yeah, it's, it's, it's way worse than the flu. And then months afterwards is on tape saying, it's just like the flu. The flu isn't that big of a deal. Yeah. And it's like, well, we also have flu shots. Like we manage the flu through science. Yeah. Like, we're not managing this right yet because we don't know what's going. Like it's not like the flu. Shut up. <laughs> that's yeah, and, and even even that like that's a microcosm of like what I was talking about too with him just being unable to learn too because like man he already had the book written about him what two three years ago that was the the other the Woodward book um, Fear Trump in America or something I think it was Fear and uh, and yeah apparently he doesn't learn not to talk to fucking award winning journalists right. like he's like he didn't learn from the first time when he did it that second time that that information was going to get out and people are going to hear the tape of you saying, Hey, we know it's actually a big deal. We know it's highly transmissible, transmittable, whatever. Uh, you know, we know this, like he's got, like if you were capable of learning, you would have taken your experience from the first time being interviewed by this journalist and been like, okay, so shit that I don't want to get out. I should either tell him, but also then tell the public, you know, get out in front of and act like it's, as serious as it is, or I should just fucking like not speak to this journalist basically. And he can't, it's, I don't know. Do you ever fantasize about what you would do if you were like stuck in an elevator with Donald Trump? Like what you would say to him? You ever think about like what, what I would say to him? Yeah. If you were in that, if you were in that situation where you could have a one-on-one -on -one conversation with him, like no one else around, like, so he doesn't have to guard his speech or anything like that. Like what, what your conversation would be. Um, I feel like in my head, just imagining how he is, it would be so fucking frustrating and not worth it. Like <laughs> uh, just by speaking to any supporter of his, I imagine it's the same cognitive dissonance that you just can't yeah. get around now. I would ask him something simple, like uh, I don't know, what's the hottest chick you've ever been with? Because I feel like that's about the only level. Well, tell you, you can actually get. Are you trying to trick him into saying Ivanka? Yeah. That's ah. ah. He's like Ivana, Ivana, Ivana. That's how. You, but that's <laughs> that kind of talk is how you win him over, and then you, you once you get the cigars going, it's like so. Tell me, Donnie boy, what's your plan? Oh yeah, you got to get. Ah, uh, let me tell you, these the idiots club. don't know. I don't have a fucking plan. And you're like, oh, you said it. I had my phone recording the whole fucking time. You yeah. Know? Like, that's what I thought was going to happen. I've been taking these dudes for a ride this whole time. I thought they were going to catch him on tape saying something about black people or something. I honestly did too. Or about his own supporters. Yeah, his own supporters. I thought that was like these fucking rubes. We go out and they give us all their fucking money. <laughs> And we we just take it, and we're like they think they think we're gonna save them. Like we don't give a shit about they they couldn't they they're not welcome in my house. Like I wouldn't let any of them in my house. He did. You saw the reports that were talking about uh, how he was displeased with the way the rioters, the insurrectionists, were like dressed yeah. and everything. Yeah. <laughs> no, seriously. Like there were reports that he was like because he was watching it all on TV in the White yeah. House before he gave that recorded yeah. speech, and he was apparently like. Uh, these guys make me look bad. Like they're not, you know, they're dressed in like they're dressed shitty or whatever. It's, it's like, yeah, dude, like he doesn't fucking care about you. It's like, yeah, you he not, doesn't care about you. Have you not been to a Walmart parking lot? Oh no. Yeah. You probably never, never been to a Walmart park. Well, he's been to his <laughs> rallies. What did he think they would be wearing? Uh, I guess he thought it'd be a lot of white people wearing blacks for Trump shirts because that's what's at his <laughs> rallies uh, or dudes way. in flannel rolling their eyes. Mm. I, I'm, I loved that moment so much, like two years ago. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, uh, I have 
my bad left. Yeah. Good, we're, yeah. Okay. Um, uh, another preface cause I talk too much, but like basically I had a ton of things on here and both the things you guys had for your bads were also on my list. So I, um, kind of call, well, I don't know the, I think one of the worst things or the worst thing that he's done in my view that we haven't said is damaging our position internationally or, or damning our damaging our reputation internationally which has to do with things like the Paris Treaty or the Paris Accord Agreement, whatever it's called, which Ted Cruz hilariously tweeted about earlier this week is about the feelings of the citizens of Paris or something. (laughs) Um, But it has to do more, too, with, like, us being seen cozying up to dictators, like all the pictures of him with Putin, with uh, Kim Jong-un, just, you know, all smiles and laughs. The fucking video that he made, or his delegation anyway, made for Kim Jong-un that was all... It was just like, it was like a Team America, like, style over the top, like, oh, my God. Did you, I don't know if you ever saw that. If you didn't, if you didn't go back and look at it, it is amazing. A piece of propaganda, a piece of um, just vacant, void of anything, propaganda. Um, What else? I even tried to, like, write down a few. Oh, yeah, like, tearing up the Iran deal, like, things that, like, make the international community at large just view us as, like, oh, you can't trust those guys. Or like, you can't take them at their word. They have a new guy in every four years and you never know what that guy is going to be fucking like or whatever. Like, it's just really shaken our stance with Europe, who's probably our most important allies, uh, just the way it is. Like, it's it's shaken up our appearance as like, you, we're the ones that go and do right in the world. You know, mm-hmm. like we're, we're shepherds of democracy or shepherds of this or whatever. Obviously, there's questions about our role in that in a lot of places in the world already, the Middle East, whatever. But there were a lot of places that still thought of us in a high regard, regardless of all the shit that we had done, the shit that we had pulled. Now with Trump, he's talking in the UN. He's got the entire audience of the UN listening to him, and he's talking about things that he imagines his administration has done to strengthen the U.S., either domestically or internationally. I forget what he was even saying. And the entire room, the entire United Nations laughs at him. Mm-hmm. And they're laughing at us. And I mean, I hate to like fucking, I'm not, I'm not nationalistic at all. I'm not like these symbols and these people don't represent me. But when they're laughing at the United States president, that says something about us as a whole. Because we This is them. the guy that, yeah, this is the guy that we picked to come talk to all you guys. Mm-hmm. And- and basically, our opinion of you guys is whatever this guy says. So we clearly have a pretty low opinion of you guys. And it, it like I, I had more on the list, but like that's that's basically the gist of it to me is that it's it's just like we're we're less respected and we're less influential. And what for the country for that- better or for worse, if we're if we're doing things right, it's good for us to be influential. If we're doing things wrong, I understand why we're less influential. Mm-hmm. When we're the country that tries to police the world. Yeah, Team America. So, and exactly. we're out there like doing shitty stuff. Like, oh, okay. It's yeah. just, yeah. Like a lot of it to me is just the the, the laughing stock bit of it. Mm-hmm. If you come in with a strong position that actually does demonstrably help America, maybe it fucks over this country and that country. I'm not going to love that, but okay, you came in, you were strong, you stood up to certain people, whatever. There's there's a way that these things work. You get something then, you're going to have to give something up later. There's a way things work. But when you just come in and you get laughed out of the fucking room, man, mm. it's just like, 
it's I I like to think European and 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 other I mean every country is smart enough to know okay that's not who they really are but you don't know like there's so many right. people coming well, your, up your point to be that like that's the only well they get somebody in there every four years you never we can clearly just showed that we'll elect any doofus yeah so what are they to trust like like you said it's like every four years they get somebody and you don't know if it's a stick of dynamite or a box of flowers like. Yeah. And I'm not trying to argue against our democratic, you know, like elections happening every four years because it's arguably a lot worse. I mean, yeah, we know Russia's policy, but it's because Putin's had power for the last mm-hmm. forever, you know, fucking long. But uh, I'm not trying to argue against that. It's just like it's just there used to be a somewhat level of consistency that mm-hmm. like I mean, the listener can't see what I'm doing with my hand, but, you know, slight waves like waves that go slightly up and down. Okay. They've got a Republican in power. Things are going to be like this. They've got a Democrat that's going to be like this. Mm-hmm. But now I just feel like it's it's like, you know, like an EKG almost. It's yeah. like it's like we don't know what's going to be. They, they swung super right that time. Are they going to swing super left this time? We don't mm-hmm. think so with Biden, but there are people pushing them this way or whatever. We've become less predictable mm-hmm. for, for lack of a better uh, way to put it. Yeah. When you said something. And less reliable, which ties in. The other night when we were hanging out, Ian, where you uh, you said that, and I agreed with this, that basically this will be the last time somebody that's outside the system or whatever, all Trump did was make it harder. Like we all had that question when we were growing up of like, why can't my dad be president? Yeah. Why can't and I be? Uh, Trump just made it harder yeah. and there caused were, a harder line in the sand for the answer like to that the question. The same way that they kept Bernie out like as a legitimate candidate that's going to be applied through the Republican party going forward. And you will not see an outsider, uh, gain any kind of prominence again for a while. Like I, 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 I would, I would stake, uh, I, don't, I mean, you know, I, I mean like with, with within the Republican ranks, especially, like, I was going to say, yeah, you might have a third party with the Patriot party type thing or whatever, but right. But no one who's going to actually stand a chance against like a unified democratic party. Uh, but I, I don't think even the Democrats will have learned from like the, hey, the plucky outsider who doesn't know anything about the way things actually work, maybe not be the best solution, which sucks for my boy Andrew Yang, although he is building up some steam. He is, he is kind of the favored candidate right now in the U- New York ma- uh, mayoral race. So I'm hoping he gets through. I think I think that that'll kind of show that maybe he's not full of shit. But you know, may, maybe he is full of shit, and maybe this will be the test, and we'll know, at least then we'll we'll have tried it, and we know, you know. But I I, I do I do I am rooting for him, you know. Mm-hmm. But I, I I do think that you won't see like just a a straight you know force of personality come in. What they won't be allowed to participate in the same level that Donald Trump was allowed to participate. Well, he broke the entire system. On I wouldn't say broke, but. I don't know. It's like you put a bad chain on your bike or a bad transmission in your car or something like it just, he was just enough gum in the works to fuck shit up. Like even on a basic level with like the debates, like the debates have been a long established tradition. Right. Well, and that's what I would say. I think a lot of this hinges on tradition and not necessarily like strict guidelines where like a lot of these things, the way things are done 
or a lot of like gentlemanly handshake kind of situations. Mm-hmm. And Trump didn't give a shit about any of that. So anytime he didn't have no. to do something, something a certain way, he wouldn't do it that way. And that threw a fluster up into everybody. But because he was so popular, a lot of people who wanted to keep their constituencies uh, had to like toe that line now and be like, no, 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 actually he's right. Fuck all the. Yeah. And had to act accordingly too. I mean, in some, some votes in some cases. Yeah. So, I mean, but I, I I think that the, the, the pomp and circumstance will prevail, uh, in this, in this regard. I, I think a lot of Republicans have been waiting to get rid of him. And I think that like the, the, the January 6th was just a convenient excuse that they were already like ready to like, Oh, now we have a reason to act actually for a few of them. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, and some of them still see it as like, well, in my district, he's still popular, so I'm going to still talk about how maybe it was Antifa who did this, you know? Well, like Rand Paul. Fuck that guy. Yeah, I saw it was on TV recently. I didn't even watch it. Yeah. I, was, I, knew, I knew it was like, he's going to say some stuff that's going to make me mad, and I'm not going to agree with it. Yeah, and just nonsense. And it's a former Ron Paul guy that makes me sad, but yeah. he's, he's never been Ron Paul. Although, yeah. Ron Paul's not, he's getting, Ron Paul, especially like in the past few years, his age is really showing in a lot of the things he says, but you know, it is what it is. Uh, you live and you learn, you, you grow, you, you learn that, Hey, you know, but Rand Paul, I've, I've never liked Rand Paul. Nah, man. No. Um, but I was going to wrap it up about there. But yeah. Yeah. I mean, you guys. I'm just kind of, I'm, I'm, I'm five beers in and I'm rambling. And yeah. I know. I was going to say, I had a, another thing to say on my topic, but I don't know if it's going to be another five minutes. So we should probably just wrap it up. Okay. Well, <laughs> you know, the chaos still reigns. I mean, I know Clearly. it's a sunnier day. <laughs> the news is a little less chaotic, but I'm hoping, you know, I said this to you the other day, we started this. Wanted to like really get into some meat and shit, and then just chaos. Shit got chaotic, and so I'm hoping things calm down enough where it's like we can talk about like 9/11 conspiracies right. or something fun, aliens and Gamergate. You know, yeah, fun <laughs> shit. <laughs> fun shit. <laughs> and uh, you know, I just I hope things calm down a smidge. And just because Biden's in there, you know, it's like you say quite a bit. It's like. Let's get the fire put out before we worry about the water bill. And uh, I like that. So the fire's out. Yeah, now let's start bitching about the water bill. Yeah. Like, let's, I wasn't saying let's disregard the water bill. I was just yeah. saying, like, let's take care of the fucking fire. It's an order yeah. of operations right. here. So <laughs> don't stop paying attention. Keep being learned and woke. And, uh, yeah, try to put some critical thinking skills to work in your life. And the world will be a better place. But other than that, shit's still fucked, and we will see you guys next time. Mm-hmm.